Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions. If you're on TikTok, find us at Detail Supply App. Best way to get in touch, though, shoot me a text direct, 918-800-1188. Join today. Again, Greg, it's been a good, solid year. I've really enjoyed all the times you've come on, man. It really means a lot that you come on each week. And uh, I know you just got done recording some stuff, and you're right in the busy of your schedule. So thanks for coming on again. Uh, you can find Greg on most platforms at Masterson's Wax. If you're on TikTok, great place to find Greg. Find him at Masterson's Car Care. Best way to get in touch, though, shoot him a text direct or call him 562-335-2053. I'm hopping into a beer, and Greg, I consumed quite a few uh, beers this past weekend. I maybe should only be consuming water as I, uh, you know, come out of the weekend, but it was a great time just sitting at the lake, um, enjoying it. We were in over in Arkansas uh, doing a little family reunion. And listen, what else are you going to do at the lake? eat a lot of food, eat way too much junk food, and definitely drink quite a few beers. Yes. Uh, what'd you do for the weekend? Just hung out, man. Just uh, just had a baby, just still trying to recover from everything, you know, spending time with my baby and uh, just, just trying to get everything settled down there, man. I'm actually taking a, a couple, I'm taking uh, two months off, uh, just uh, spending some time with my family. So uh, it's just good to be back here in the office, uh, be on Pines and Polishing for a little while, man. Yeah. Um, news on the home front with the baby. Are we, we're sleeping 12 hours nonstop, right? You know, no problems at all. Everything's going good. I mean, everything's going pretty good. You just have to get into the routine of everything, man. Get the routine of everything and it's going good. None of mine slept through the night ever. None I mean, of them it seemed like almost every night I was at that crib trying to, you know, taking turns, going back, trying to help them get to sleep. So uh, usually it's because the baby wants to eat. The baby yeah. eats, goes to sleep three hours. Eat again, go to sleep three hours, like a good cycle, you know? <laughs> Definitely. So you came in to work today um, because you were going to be shooting some videos. So yeah, walk us through, video. walk us through what you do for videos. You know, I, we see a lot of times you on your phone, you do some videos from your phone, but I don't think people understand that you also, maybe not, but I think you also have a production crew that comes in. Is that correct? Actually, it's just actually me and one guy. <laughs> me and okay. my camera guy we film the videos just us two sometimes we might have a second camera guy that also works with us on some different types of filming but we do do a lot of filming for commercials for amazon for our own uh, uh youtube channel a lot of it is for youtube it uses a different type of setup because usually the people that watch tiktok they watch they watch something that's just five to 15 seconds but youtube people watch things that are more long form content they'll actually stay on youtube for much longer they watch it on their television or they watch it on their computer. So we do rec- record much longer detailing processes uh, with YouTube, but it is, it's very difficult. Yet it, and it does take a lot of time. If people don't understand that uh, for every minute of filming, it's usually like it, it takes about an hour total of work to get that minute of filming out there, including the editing and the filming part. 
All right. So let's dive into that a little further. And that's, that's why I brought it up when you said that you were filming. I was like, you know what, let's chat about that because we've put out some info on just how much it takes to right, And it's similar to what you and I've talked about, right? How much it takes to actually get into business, get going. And really it's not only time, energy, effort, but then you got this whole idea of sales and marketing now. And it was cool when you said a couple of weeks ago, there's a difference between marketing and, uh, some an advertising yeah big difference. yeah it was that's that's different so there's all these other things that we've got to get into once we start running a business and video and content is an extremely important thing now that we have social media because right as i started we didn't have social media it's something that i've had to learn into and begin to use to help get awareness Similar to you, you know, as you start in a business, your evolution has grown through different parts of media, but media has always been a predominant thing. Yes. So when you've been, you know, growing into, I'm glad you said you had a camera guy and that's why I call a crew. I mean, it doesn't have to be this whole massive setup, but I mean, if you got a camera guy and a second camera guy, that's a crew. Mm-hmm. Most people don't realize that you need other people. Um, like I was saying a second ago, I mean, there's sometimes you're just you on your phone. But yeah. to do the more, you know, so let's go over that first, right? So if somebody wants to be them on their phone, their face is in it, or their car's in it, no matter if we're trying to build out a TikTok channel for our car, right? There's plenty of people that just love to build out a TikTok channel for their car, an Instagram page for their car, for, you know, then they could also have one for their business if there's somebody that wants to be in business. But let's go with somebody that just, they really like their car, they got a badass car, and they want to film something short for Instagram, TikTok, one of those platforms. What's some of the best things that you found? You know, it's, I tell people, and a lot of people talk about this, just record your life, what's going on, what you're doing. People really just want to see what's going on, what you're doing, what you're working on. And uh, people do usually get involved with that a lot. So that's why I usually try to record just what I'm doing, what we're working on today. It's like one of the craziest things that's been going on, Marty, is that we made this video on TikTok just washing with a brush. And it's got all these comments. Like people are like, whoa, you can't do that. You can't wash with a brush. It's going to scratch the paint. And a lot of people are coming out like, yeah, I wash with a brush. It's great. And some people are like, no, you can't do that. And uh, this one guy, you know, this morning, he actually was making a video reply to us. Like, you know, don't buy this bullshit brush. This brush is bullshit. And I told him, man, hey, I just reached out with a, with another reply video. Hey, come down. I know you're like about three hours away, but just come down to our store and hang out with me and try the brush on your own car. I have a black car. We'll try it on both of our cars. We'll try some wash mitts. Uh, experience it, you know? So it's all about reaching out. The person isn't going to be able to make it down this weekend with due to a conflict uh, uh, of time, but... They, they ordered the brush from me and they want to test out the brush on their own, on their own car. And I said, yeah, go, go ahead. We'll, we'll send it out to you. So um, we're going to send them out the brush. So all about just documenting, you know, what we're doing, man. It's crazy. So do you also put out, you know, if you got a, a badass car, you know, what just showing the car being used or what do you recommend that if somebody's got a cool car, you know, having people, you know, put out videos of using products or is it uh, just having it out driving it around or in my driveway? 
Yeah, just do whatever whatever you're doing on. I mean, you shouldn't have to go out of your way to make videos, I don't believe. You should take the opportunity to make some videos. Like we had a dirty car here. We brought it in. We made a couple videos and it was done. And it wasn't like we planned, man, on Monday, we're going to have this car. We're going to do these videos. With detailing, you got to go with the flow. But a lot of times with, with excuse me, TikTok and Instagram, you got to go with the flow. What's available? What am I doing today? Oh, I'm uh, same, what? same thing for somebody that's like a car care specialist trying to make money at it. You, you just document the, and I, I listen, I, I think this is where so many people fall into a little bit too much of a niche in their videos or maybe a pigeonhole, you know, they might corner themselves too far. I've experienced this myself at times where you just get so enamored in the type of video that you're doing that you just keep doing it over and over. We see this as that trend of 50 fifties before and afters came out, you know, those were a big thing, but those were just photos. And as there's a transition over the past years into more video and especially that 15 second TikTok video, which I'm sure you saw TikTok is now said, Oh, we can do up to three minutes. So that's, that's interesting what they did on their platform. How would you recommend then somebody that's professionally doing it? Is it just always showing the cars that they're doing, uh, you know, a little, a little selfie style sometimes, or, you know, I think those have been some of the big ones that I've seen on TikTok explode is just like those short how to of them showing them clean something. Yeah. I, on TikTok, I've, I've seen the stuff that blow up is literally on TikTok. Anything can blow up. True. And you, anything can blow up. We, we've just made videos just showing one or two things and bam, it blew up. So it's all about making content. If you're running a business, you have to be making content. I know a lot of people that start on TikTok and they're like, oh, well, I've only made like, you know, I only got like 10 subscribers. Well, on, on us, we went from like 20,000 subscribers to like 100,000 subscribers overnight. It was literally like within two days. So you just, and it's all about keep making content over and over and over again, doing it and doing it constantly. That's so do you, do you share, right? So in TikTok, there's that feature, you can share it to another platform. Uh, we don't recommend doing that because it, it bounces over to Instagram or the other platform with the TikTok logo. And it seemed to be okay at, for a moment until those other platforms realized what was happening. And it seems like their algorithm doesn't allow those to go as strong. Is that similar to what you found? Do you recommend staying, keeping that content strictly on TikTok? Yeah, that's true. But I, I feel like you have to do multiple platforms. That's where people kill themselves is that, you know, I met, I, I used to meet somebody where they're like, I have 44,000 followers on Instagram. You have, or it was 100,000 followers on Instagram. You have to, you have to, you know, support me, sponsor me. But Instagram is a dying platform. What happens if that platform goes away? All of your followers go away, all of your everything, your essence. Why do you call it a dying platform? Um, I, if you look at the, if you look at the metrics of Facebook and Instagram, Facebook and Instagram, I believe are dying platforms from what I'm looking at it. Like their peak already happened and it's now on the, the way out. And you see who uses Instagram. It's very old people. And I mean, by old, I mean, over 35. The majority of users of Instagram over 35. And uh, Facebook, a lot of older people, ages 35 to 60, in that range, use um, uh, Facebook. And so because of that, it's becoming a much older platform. 
and you know something else is going to come around and replace it tiktok is one of those things that's coming up and, and replacing it and tiktok will eventually become an old platform too we'll, we'll next be on on bird buy or whatever is the next thing that comes out um and do you do you use those tiktok videos in other platforms or no just keep those sometimes sometimes i do you know i i do share those out so people go to my tiktok so people okay. move from that over but in in general i believe that it's better to create more content and that's why we spend so much time here is today we're filming videos for youtube and then next time we'll film videos for uh instagram today we're filming pints and polishing <laughs> we do <laughs> How do you how do you do different uh, videos on YouTube versus TikTok? Uh, you know, on YouTube they're a lot more long form, and what I mean is that we we could record an hour long video cleaning. We just put up this video on YouTube. Everybody should go watch it. It's uh, on our YouTube channel for Masters Car Care, and it's uh, how to it's the ultimate two bucket wash method video, and it's about a thirty minute video, right? But nobody's gonna sit and watch a thirty minute video on TikTok. They're not gonna hold their phone like this. You know, uh, for it's kind of hard to see, but uh, they're not gonna hold it like that for 30 minutes. Arms getting tired. They'd rather lay back in a desk on a computer and uh, and and enjoy the long form content. So on YouTube, that's when you bring in the the camera guy. That's yeah, when you yeah. put in a little bit more investment, I guess, into Correct. a YouTube video versus a TikTok video. Correct. And YouTube is a much higher platform with much more higher capabilities. Like. You, one thing that is very important for me on YouTube is, and, and it costs us a lot of money, Marty, is 4K. So we're one of the only YouTube manufacturers that film the majority of our stuff in 4K. There's only a few other people that do it. We try to do all of our new videos on Facebook in 4K. I think we've actually, they've actually been 4K for almost the majority of the last four years. And other competitors don't invest 4k because it, it it takes so much money and so much time to edit the 4k videos to process them to film 4k cameras are more expensive uh you need way higher processing power computer to process the 4k videos you can't just use some you know junk laptop and and it'll over it'll just shut down the laptop you try to use an old laptop boom it'll just shut it down with the with the rendering of the video <laughs> yeah, it takes way too long for it to process. That processor yeah. isn't isn't able to do it. Yeah, we have a Mac Pro here. It's a, it's a ex ridiculously expensive Mac Pro, and sometimes I'll be even editing. And I have to let it work for about an hour because you know it'll be too much processing happen and needed to process out. So mostly, I think the the big YouTube channels that I've seen right for car care generally is tied in with somebody trying to sell a product. Do you have many that you see that are strictly YouTube? I'm a professional detailer and that's all I do. Uh, there, there are a few out there. There, yeah. there. there are a few out there. And there, there are a lot of people that, that don't sell products on their video. But I will tell people this is that if you aren't selling your own stuff some way through YouTube, then YouTube is going to sell stuff in front of your video. And that is the biggest thing that it's a hard, a lot of stuff, hard stuff to understand. And, and this is what I tell people about uh, the videos is monetize all of your videos. It's super important. Like uh, there's a, an educational guy, his name's Dan Pena. He runs business education. He puts out 
YouTube videos, long form content. These are like 30 minute videos usually all the time. And he turns off the comments because it doesn't matter about the comments. If people want to watch it, they'll watch it. They don't need the comments, a lot of free info. But he did not put advertising in front of his videos. He always clicked it off. Well, YouTube changed their policy and then all of a sudden, either your videos are going to be monetized, whether you like it or not. So either you're going to get paid for the monetization or you're, or you're not. YouTube's going to take the money. So I tell people, who's going to take the money? Is it going to be you? Is it going to be somebody else? Pick and choose. Better be you. Yeah, better to be you, no doubt. The, the interesting part, though, is trying to get it, somebody who's into car care as a professional Getting the mindset out of, you know, I'm just cleaning the car. I'm just detailing the car. I'm just polishing the car. You know, whatever it is that they're doing, I'm, I'm just doing the work on the car to step back for a moment and also be the media company showing the processes and showing what they do while they're cleaning a car. Most of us get a little bit anxious if we're going to grab our phone, pay for a video, Whatever it is that we're going to do, we have seen every once in a while somebody will pay a videographer to come in and do a, a one-time deal, right? But you generally don't see, at least I don't, which is why I'm asking the question to you, I generally don't see detailers investing regularly into videos and quality type of um, well, content in a sense. Do you think that maybe it's because it's the same thing over and over, right? I'm just cleaning this car, I'm cleaning these carpets, I'm just cleaning these seats, like... And it feels almost a little salesy. Is there is there options that you said a second ago, which is why I'm bringing it up, options that we can give some, you know, ideas to people that they could clean, you know, show these videos of clean cars, but it's not the same, you know, salesy, hey, I'm cleaning this car, you know, you should have me, you know, hey, I'm doing this, you should have me. Those are all sales, but what can we do as far as branding, quote unquote, marketing, quote unquote, or whatever it is to get our name out there? but not so much just either a the same thing over and over or hey your car used to look like this now it looks like this use me you know that's that that's interesting you hear the same thing over and over i'm a big believer in the same thing over and over and over mm. people are watching this i'm still saying the same stuff that i was still saying 10 years ago about detailing the same stuff and there's a statistic out there that People need to hear the same thing eight times before it even clicks in their head. That's why you have to have a kid. You have to tell them over and over again the same thing before it sticks in their head. And the craziest thing is that they, they, they figured it out that it was eight times. And then Tony Robbins actually mentioned in one of his seminars that I was actually watching that they actually did a newer study. And they found out that now it's actually 16 times. So somebody has to hear 16 times something before it even clicks in their mind. I'll give you an example. Let's say McDonald's wants you to buy the Big Mac. McDonald's literally has to say, like uh, a bunch of times, 16 times before it's in your head. And now you're like, oh, dang, it's in there. That's why there's so many commercials out there. It's all a numbers game. So I kind of believe people should just be saying, check out my stuff check out my cars, check out what I'm doing over and over and over and over and over again every day. And it will click on, I guarantee you. 
but using the exact same, you know, before and afters, just on a different car? Is that the same thing? Or do you switch so, up the way the video's done, the way the photos are taken, that type you of know, stuff? You it's, know, it's because those, the people that are trying to sell the 50-50 and say, look at how clean your car is. Like, I truly believe, and this is kind of an interesting thing, hopefully people listen to it, take it in, is that I, when, you're, when anybody gets a car detailed, they're expecting the car to be clean. So it's pointless to show a picture and say, here's your before and here it's your after because the after everybody wants to be clean. There is only dirty and clean. So people uh, that are running detailing businesses need to sell other things. Like they need to sell time or they need to sell ease of accessibility. Like ease of accessibility, that's a great one. Call us, we can be there super fast, you know? Uh, we even detail at night, mornings. We're flexible on the schedule. That's also a great one. Uh, or reliability. Personally, I think I've talked about this so many times on the show. Nobody is yet to call me and say, I need, I'll wash your cars, Greg. And I got a lot of them. And the, uh, one of my employees is, is doing one right now because a detailer just doesn't want to come over here and make money. And I just want some reliability. Somebody be like, hey, what's up, man? I'll do it. Let's do it. This week, next week, forever. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about the, this is the funny one that I've, I've seen it's gotten popular. I'd say over the past couple of years, or at least it's just now that I'm seeing it is the empty, the extractor and let all that dirty water come out. Yeah. 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 Is that a good thing? Or is that a, Oh, like, I don't know. I I'm torn because people like first, it. well, so that's what I'm saying about the over and over part, right? Like at, at first I've seen it and I was like, Oh, but then the same guy keeps doing it every couple of days and it's just pouring out dirty car. I don't, I'm, I'm asking, right? I, this yeah, is what yeah, I don't yeah. know, right? You know, this, is, this is interesting because I, you know, what's so interesting is I've done a lot of consulting and the crazy thing is videos, just because it's a great video does not mean that it will convert to money or convert to a sale. I actually was just doing some free consulting. Someone called me from another company I won't mention the name, but they're a big account on TikTok. I'll actually tell you their exact amount of, of, um, of uh, people on TikTok right now. Just give me one second. Let's see here. Uh, they have, I'll play the elevator music. They have 1.3 million followers on, on TikTok. Now, the, the owner of this company called me. And was asked, just asking some questions about business. I said, I, I do business consulting and give you some free consulting, you know, just to show you what it's up. And his biggest concern was that he had like 1.3 million followers on TikTok. I, our company has 144,000, but our company sells way more product than that company. Why? Because that company is only showing great videos. It's not converting over. Even though people don't want to sell things, you have to try and ask for the sale. People in life will never do anything unless you ask. So if you show a cool video and then at the end, hey, uh, uh, give it a try. This Aloha drink. Nobody will ever try it. They'll just be like, oh, cool drink. Nice. And they'll literally move on. It's crazy. And so if we're pouring out the extractor over and over, how do we, how do we get somebody to convert? Pour, the best thing is pour out the extractor. While the extractor is pouring out, it, tell them, hey guys, uh, we're cleaning out this car. Look how filthy, dirty it is. 
this is, is, is bad for your health. It's bad for your kids. Clean out your car. We can do it for you and come do it today. Give us a call. Here's my phone number. Boom. You showed what you're doing, but you also asked them to give you a call and gave them some advantages. My thing is the health. You know, you're cleaning a dirty car like that. You want to be safe for you and your kids. Yeah, there's no doubt that there should be a little bit more into the uh, description or, you know, what is written in. I think there's just a lot of us that just get a little hesitant. We don't really know what to say, right? We, We can start doing some videos and letting our phone and letting the technology do some stuff. But then when you read through what some people say, it it doesn't really seem like at that point, there's another level, right? We, we first, we get into the videos. First, we got to invest into taking the time. First, we got to realize that we need to do it and then to write the content, right? Then to write the captions, write everything down. Wow. I mean, that's a whole nother level. Maybe we're not the best grammar. Maybe we're not the best at, at writing stuff. What if we're not great at doing that? How do we, how do we become better? You know, there's a lot of, um, I call it self-sabotage, right? It's self-sabotage where a lot of people see a, a challenge and they make excuses about it. There's a whole list of them. Even maybe on another podcast, we can just go through all the list of these excuses, right? It's excuse makers. And a lot of the excuses are like, you know, uh, let's say somebody has to do, um, uh, somebody wants, um, uh, you know, to do a video online and they don't know how, uh, or let's say a push-up. Let's say, let's say a push-up. If I tell you, Marty, go ahead and do a push-up. You could be like, well, I, I don't know how to do the push-up. Um, uh, so, so, so I can't do the push-up or, oh no, it's going to be kind of hard. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if I should start that or they'll be like, am I, am I doing it right? Am I doing the push-up? Like, is this how I do it? No, I don't want to do it. Those are all excuses for me. If they're like, Hey, Greg, do the push-up. I'm just going to start fucking doing the push-ups. And the first hundred push-ups are going to suck and they're going to be really garbage and they're going to be slow and shitty and they're, they're not going to be good. But I guarantee you that after the 500th push-up, I'll be way better than the people who just wanted to start. And that's why I tell people your first video, your first Instagram post it's going to suck, but just get over it. Cause it all sucks for everybody's first Instagram post, TikTok video, you know, just do a hundred. I guarantee you, you'll be really good, really fast. Cool. All right. I'm going to transition over to uh, something that I've seen in the groups that I thought that it would be fun for. Uh, I think you'll get a kick out of it. I think it'll be a fun little chit chat back and forth. Uh, this photo and questions about, should I put a wax over a coating? And there was this whole dialogue of, you know, everybody weighing in their different opinions. You know, they gave their different theories. There's clogging, there's no need for it. There's all these different theories on it. Uh, I think I know what your opinion is going to be. And I'm really excited to hear. You want to go first? You want me to go? What was the question though? That is no question. It's just weigh in on your opinion. Should you put a wax on top of a coating? It depends on the coating. A wax is also a coating, you know? There's another one too, right? Let me ask that then, right? This term coating seems to be evolving, right? It it came out with ceramic coating, but there's a brand that started started releasing a sealant 
you know, and they put out in these groups that, oh, you can coat this car for five years, seven years, but then they also show and people start digging through and you go, there's actually zero SIO2 in the formula, but there's a lot of everything else that is a sealant. So this brand is specifically taking the word coating and saying that you're coating a car, but you're only put a sealant down. And then you just said that, hey, you can wax a car and it's putting a coating. So let's finally put a definition to coating. Yeah, yeah. Coating is just some type of layer. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much any type of layer. And that's why it's keyword above it, ceramic coating, right? And then graphene coating or also polymer coating. There's a lot of them. Uh, Carnuba wax coating, right? There's all those different types of things. And what I've noticed about doing this is it, it goes region to region. Like we were talking to Sean from uh sean correct from orbis x yeah even sean in canada they were saying you mentioned the word coding in canada they, they're like what are you talking about like sealant they, they, when i mentioned the word sealant he didn't quite understand yeah no he they had, they have sealant over there but we were using it in a different way they're like oh, yeah okay. we sell this sealant and they it's all about the language of what the product is you know potato potato ketchup what? catsup to completely agree with that potato potato, but when have you ever used the word wax and coating up until, geez, I, I mean, maybe you did it before last month, but I don't remember, it's definitely in 2020, I don't ever remember somebody saying, I'm going to wax coat this car. I'm going to, I'm going to put a wax, I'm going to put a coat. So always wax. I'm going to put a wax on, I'm going to put a sealant on. It just seems yeah. like suddenly there's this flip of terms that a coating, which from your definition, which is why I asked it, and I'm glad you defined it that way. From your definition, a coating can now be any layer of protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I tell people, what, let's say somebody comes to me, what are you putting on the car? I don't say I'm going to put a wax on the car. I say I'm going to put a layer of wax or I'm going to put a, a, a wax coating on there, a coating of wax. I'm going to coat the vehicle in wax because that's what the coating is. It's, a, it's like a noun and we're making it a verb is I'm going to coat the vehicle. You know, I'm going to cover the vehicle. I'm going to coat it in this, in this product, right? And uh, they, they use the term in, in, interchangeably, but people started trying to sell a coating. They tried to make it into a noun, you know, this, this coating, this item. I got this item, this coating. And there's a lot of different coatings out there made with a lot of different materials. And the materials will change over the years. And in 10 years, we're going to have like graphite coating. So graphene won't be really mainstream till 10 more years. Yeah. How many, how many coatings have we had so far? We've had graphene, we've had ceramic, we've had quartz, glass coating. Uh, there, these are a lot of just coatings that, that have just been mentioned in the past couple of years. People just forget about them really fast. All right. So does putting a wax on top of a ceramic coating make sense to you? Um, it depends on the vehicle and it would depend on what the customer wants and what I want. Um, personally, if, if you have a coating on the vehicle that's some other type of coating, you should probably keep layering that coating. You should probably stick with one item that you're using. Like I have an example. Uh, if I'm using a ceramic spray, I kind of just want to continue using that ceramic spray. But 
Uh, some people might not want to remove that whole ceramic spray and they might want to just put a wax on top. And if they do put the wax on top, then I would continue using the wax. I would just transition it over. Usually people put another product on top of a product because the original product was losing its longevity. It was wearing out. So they want to put something else on top of it to supplement that. And I recommend if you put something on top to supplement it, keep supplementing it with that other product. If you use wax, keep using wax. And, and I'm, I'm, I didn't expect you to say that. I'm very similar to that, right? Like if you're going to, if you're going to wax a car, just keep waxing the car. If you're going to coat a car, I think it's ludicrous. Like, uh, <laughs> and to quote ludicrous song back in the day, act like a fool. I mean, you're acting like a fool. If you're going to put a wax on top of a sealant, right? I'm sorry, a wax on top of a ceramic. Now that was going to be the end of my question. That was going to be later. So before I get into that, I want to finish my, I, I jumped ahead too far in my thought process, right? Ceramic coatings, I only want to, in my personal belief, put on ceramic and then use something that is similar to ceramic. Yeah. I don't, can't, I can't put SiO2, I cannot in a water-based spray put down silica dioxide. It's just not viable can only put down silica. So, but at least I'm interjecting something that's in a similar formula yeah. to what is down on the vehicle. So yeah. I'm going to protect a ceramic coating with a silica spray, right? That's what I would do. There's no reason the way technology has gone with silicas sprays. There's no reason to me, in my opinion, I think it's ludicrous to then go put a wax on top of a ceramic. Now, Back to where I, I jumped ahead a second ago. We used to, if you had a, um, a, a sealant that you put on for the customer and a month later they go, hey, you go, no problem. I'll just wax and just put a quick wax over it. Waxing on top of sealants, I have zero issue on because to me, I've got two products that kind of could work together, right? And plenty of sealants intermix wax, like sealants and wax to me mix. Now, ceramic and sealants to me, they just don't mix. Those aren't two things that can work together, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I tell people just use what, uh, if, if you pick a product, use it, use it up. It's going to work great. Some, some protection is better than no protection. And usually if you buy a product, it comes in a big old bottle, you know, just like this, some big bottle. So you want to just use up the whole bottle and then buy a new product. A lot of people get suckered into like, um, this bottle is halfway empty. Let me go buy something else. They have like all this product. I'm, I'm one of those people that, hey, drink the whole bottle of whiskey and then we'll buy another one. Had any good whiskey lately? uh actually you know just been drinking what i got you know what i mean like you know if we got something keep going with it you know and I, and it's like um it's like uh you know maintaining your car it, it's all about the driving that's the fun part you know the detailing it's all about keeping your car looking good but people should be out there enjoying the car enjoying the fun of it uh detailing is fun enjoy it but enjoy the process you don't need to get so sucked up into dang, am I, is this product working with this product? I tell people just go out there, have fun. Even if you're just using one product or two products, you're still going to have a good time. Got it, man. Hey, thanks for your time as always, Greg. Good info for the community. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Hope you ha have a great week, man. Enjoy your little baby and uh, yeah. enjoy your, enjoy your time. We'll see you next week, man. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time on the Pints. See you next All right, time. See you, Greg. Adios. <laughs> Thank you.
much for listening to that episode. And if you got any value out of it, hey, go share it. Go let people know what you heard on the Pints of Polishing podcast. And listen, if you want to leave us a review, we would love that. You know, five star, one star. Hey, whatever you think we deserve, if you would leave us a review, greatly appreciate that. And thank you so much for being a part of community.